0: Welcome to The Social Angle, a podcast that helps promo pros gain an edge in the social media realm. I'm Vinny, and on this episode, I am joined by Mike Freestone, Chief Idea Officer at the Promo Agency, powered by Performa, to discuss the viral AI chatbot taking the globe by storm, ChatGPT, what it is, how it works, and why the promo industry should care. Mike, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you very much. Good to be here.
0: Absolutely. What's the weather like today out in Michigan?
1: It's 35 degrees, sunny, uh, and we're just loving every moment of the sun because we're kind of a gray area.
0: Yeah, we're like, I was telling you offline, it's been crazy. It's been 60, 70 degrees even during uh, a long stretch in February. We haven't had any snow on the East Coast. Um, So yeah, it's been a crazy, very mild winter out here on the East Coast. But I'm really excited to have this conversation with you today, Mike. We're going to be talking about chat gpt um, but before we get into the conversation uh can you please give us a brief intro of who you are what you do and how you found yourself in the promo industry
1: yeah sounds good uh i am i have born and raised and currently live in holland michigan a beautiful little town here uh we'd love everybody to come and visit uh i've married to my lovely wife for 34 years we have four kids who are all married two grandkids which is the new fun thing in our lives um i started nice. Working in promotional products in 1987. Oh wow! Uh, I remember typing purchase orders, physically mailing in artwork, and um, doing stuff like that. So it's it's I have a, I remember the old days, and uh, I like the new days better. Uh, I was working with my brother Ken when he moved back to town, and had previously worked at a promotional product company. And uh, he took his little brother along to to help, and uh, I'm I've been in it ever since.
0: Nice. So you're like a lifer, so to speak.
1: Pretty much. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yep. lots of lots of longevity in this industry. I love it. Um, I've been in it for fifteen years, and it's it's hard to get out. Even you know, even if you get out, I know a lot of people that yeah. that come back. to Like, no, I missed it too much. I, I I love the networking. I love the people I worked with. I love the business. So so yeah, I mean, it's it's a great industry, and the longevity to me just proves that it's an awesome industry.
1: Yeah, it is. It's great. Great lifelong friends. Um, I, I just I, I enjoy it all the time and. I love love everything about it.
0: Me too. Me too. All right. So we're going to be talking about Chat GPT. Um, now, for those who don't know, can you tell us what Chat GPT is and what it's used for?
1: Sounds good. So I was looking up the perfect definition I could tell you. So I went to Chat GPT and I said, "What is Chat GPT?" And it answered me. And it says, "I am Chat GPT, a large language model developed by OpenAI." I'm designed to understand and generate human-like language, and can be used for a wide range of natural language processing tasks, uh, like generating text and providing recommendations. So it will, uh, you can type what you want into this into their uh, bar, and it'll uh, give you an answer back in a human-like form.
0: And it's kind of freaky, you know. Like I think of it as a search engine, right? You, you're you're using it to, you know, for an answer, but it gives you almost really kind of it's almost like somebody human is writing it on the other end. It's 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 AI as you mentioned. Uh, and it's it's really intelligent because once and we'll talk about how I got wind of uh, what you were doing with the MIPA newsletter. Um, I decided to to go to chat GPT. You just have to I think you have to register or log in, uh, create a login. Then you go in and you play with it. You can ask any type of question and it gives you really good answers. Answers that are you, like you think are are created by another human being, but it's it's artificial intelligence. Um, and we're going to talk right now about what you did. Uh, it was on the cover of uh, this. Was it this month's newsletter?
1: Uh, yeah, it was the it was the yeah February issue of MIPA Monthly. Um, I'm on the board of directors for MIPA, uh, the Michigan Promotional Professionals Association, uh, and I'm in charge of the newsletter, so I have to write a new uh, cover story every month and assemble everything. Uh, So last month was my easiest time ever. I typed in um, eight words. Yeah, we're gonna show
0: it to you here. So tell us a little bit about what you did here on the newsletter.
1: So I typed in a 150 word article on how to sell promotional products. And within 30 seconds, I had a full list of uh, how to be successful in selling promotional products from number one, understand your target market, Two, build relationships. Three, offer a wide range of products. Four, be creative with your promotions. Five, use social media. Six, attend trade shows and networking events. And seven, provide excellent customer service. All with uh, additional information below each of those topic lines. And it was, literally was, that's, I cut and pasted it exactly as it was. Uh, I didn't have to fix the typos or anything. And uh, yeah, so I just, I. It was very good and i had a great response everybody loved it and uh so i'm I yeah have it's pretty to, uh,
0: fascinating because i look at this and for those who can't read it um again you put in you you basically re- put into the chat gpt uh you asked it for a 150 word article on how to sell promotional products and this is what you got you got 150 words and Literally, the first paragraph is promotional products, also known as advertising specialties, are items that bear a company's name, logo, or message, and are used to promote a business or event. These items can range from pens and mugs to t-shirts and bags. Selling promotional products can be a lucrative business, but it can also be competitive. Here are some tips on how to sell promotional products. And that's that was the intro paragraph. And then it gave you those seven uh, those seven tips. And it's almost like somebody wrote this. But- yeah. You got, you got it within seconds putting this into chat GPT. Mm -hmm. So this was your topic for your newsletter uh, front page. And I thought it was fascinating because, um, you know, I had add, you know, I added on into my, um, into my Twitter account, um, a question about chat GPT and you could do polls on Twitter. So I wrote, are you currently using chat GPT for your business? Um, You know, and we had, an interesting amount of results. We had 71% said no, which I wasn't surprised by. Um, 22% said yes, but 6.5% I think falls into a range of, of, I think it's, I was surprised it was low. It was what's ChatGPT? I think a lot of people now know what ChatGPT is, they're aware of it. Um, they don't know as much about it, they probably haven't tried it out, but ChatGPT is is everywhere, and I find it, you know, pretty interesting that we're doing things like you're doing on your newsletter right now, and people are testing the waters, and they're really seeing how powerful this tool can be.
1: Exactly, and I think of it, it's like a starting a conversation. So it's like, like when you work with your your uh, customers, and the more information you know, the better you're able to provide them with uh, assistance and finding the right items for their for their event or promotion. And this is something. It's just kind of it. It just gives you an idea of where to start. Will that article be exactly what you want or be the perfect thing? No, but at least it, it kind of gives you uh, a starting point to build upon. So that, that's what I think it's helpful for as well. It, it's useful for not just I mean, you know, writing one single article, but then if you, you if you're looking for more information, just to kind of to prime the pump to get things sure. going sure. instead of a writer's block from just sitting with a blank piece of paper, going, I have to write something. Uh, just start with you know what's this spring promotional ideas for your customers for March. How should I promote that? And it will come back with probably ten different items that you could use. I, I like
0: the, I like that you used um, you know Writer's Block as a potential use for this because a lot of people need that you know that push in the right direction. And I think that's that would be a great way to use this tool if that's what you're looking to do. It's like hey, I need an idea. I need a way to, you know, form this perspective that I'm trying to come up with and I just can't. Now, what else how else can the promo industry be using this ne- this new technology?
1: Well, so I took this today I uh, I used uh, the ChatGPT to tweet about the benefits of promoting your company with writing instruments. So it came up with a a, a tweet boost brand recognition and leave a lasting impression with every signature promoting your company with writing instruments is a cost-effective and practical way to increase brand visibility and loyalty hashtag branding hashtag marketing hashtag promotional products so uh, uh something like that can just be if you're looking for that next thing to say at least let it start to have the conversation for you and you can tweak it after that um i had another customer who is um a higher end company of what they sell. And I put their product line in there and higher end. And it came back with five paragraphs of how to, and it basically wrote the copy for them for everything they needed to promote themselves. And uh, we can use that again. We can use that word for word. It's very cost effective if you're reselling your time for something like that. But you can also um, tweak that and, and use it, as, like I said, as a starting point. It can be some of the ingredients in your recipe.
0: That's fascinating. Again, I'm talking to Mike Freestone, um, and we are talking about ChatGPT. If you have any comments or questions about ChatGPT, feel free to to post now. We'll try to get to the, the comments or questions during, or if we can't get to them during the live stream, we'll get to them after. Um, now, obviously, Mike, the benefits we can see for ChatGPT uh, are real. You know, you you can get immediate answers. You can get help with ChatGPT. But where can it go wrong? Where can this technology? And I think there's a lot. There's movies out there. You know, I think about HAL from 2001: uh, A Space Odyssey, where yep. AI can go wrong. The Matrix. There are plenty of movies out there about the doom and gloom about where the, this can go wrong. In sort of an existential way, but wh- where do you see this going wrong on a business level?
1: Oh, I think you have to, uh, again, it can be a tool in your toolbox, but it can't be your only thing. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't decide to write uh search for something for a customer and a mark for a marketing purpose or something like that, and just cut and paste and go ahead with it. You better, you better um, read that. You better, you know, for typos, but also, is it the language that they speak? Uh, if you're writing it in a, uh, a whimsical uh, fashion, and you can put that in, I need to have a a writing instrument information in a whimsical fashion, or I did one earlier in a Shakespearean fashion and actually created it, and that's not their language, and you show that for them, that could could be, they would probably think, why are you not providing me what I need in the language you know that I speak?
0: Right, and I think that that brings up a a larger issue about, um and I, and I don't want to use the word plagiarism because you're not using somebody else's writing but you're all you're not really using your own and I think that that could have harmful effects um for people who are writers you know i i we all write you know i think you know whether or not you're getting paid to write you're an editor you're whoever we we all we all write on a daily basis we send emails but actually you know getting in there and using it to do work you know i think from a um from the perspective of a high school student or a college student, it, it could be harmful that this tool is actually writing essays. I mean, I, I grew, you know, I grew up in the, I went to high school in the '80s, and you know, I I knew kids who were like trying to figure out ways for somebody else to write their papers. Now you have this this tool where somebody, you know, I'm not going to say somebody, something else is writing your papers uh, for you, and that to me, I think is can be harmful certainly from from an educational standpoint but also the creation of fake content i think is is easily enabled by this this technology um, do you see any other harmful ways that this can go wrong
1: well yeah because if, if you get your your degree uh, based on what you've done your writing in or whatever uh, in you know in your in college and then you have to go perform after that like you said, you're not going to be able to perform as well as other people who actually did the work. Um, I, I can see where, you know, like high school or something, you're going, you're going to be locked in the room with a, with a pen and a piece of paper, and right. you're going to write that paper. Um, you're not going to have access to that, so maybe it's more in in school writing. Um, it can also there's also times that these it's chat has been used as kind of various things where you can speak to a a person who's, uh, let's say, a bad person in the past. And they will. You can interact with them like that. Um, so I think that's that's part of the bad parts of it. Uh, but I think I think it will end up being uh, overall good, especially when it's integrated with some software and, and different things within our industry or, or any other industry. Um, like I said, can you imagine uh, when when ASI integrates uh, ChatGPT into ESP uh, to type stuff out to find the perfect item for this customer? If that helped uh, give you better information quicker. That's that's a good thing for us. Right. So I think it, it it's uh, it's so new. Uh, yeah, there's there's many different variables you can look at of how it could go bad, but I think I think the positive things outweigh the negative.
0: Yeah, for sure. At, at this moment in time, I believe that the the future is bright for a tool like this. I think it's going to help streamline a lot of you know a lot of what, how we do business uh from a writer's perspective like we mentioned it's going to help um with ideas uh, it's going to kind of push you in the right direction for uh any type of writer's block that you might have it's certainly a, a way for you to to gather information i mean we have at our disposal google we have bing but uh, apparently bing is going to be integrating this uh chat gpt into their um into their software, and I think mm-hmm. that that's going to be a game changer for Bing because I think Bing has been, um, you know, it's, it's kind of uh, a—it's like a punchline. Bing is not
1: right, uh, exactly. Yeah, it's
0: not a search engine too many people use, but maybe now this is going to be a game changer for them. So it, I, I think there's a lot of practical ways that this could be integrated into business uh, and be very helpful. Um, now we have a couple of comments and questions. Um, Judy Brown says if. I were to ask ChatGPT a question from my location in Washington, and someone else asks the same question in South Carolina. Would we expect to get the same result? Now, I'm not exactly sure what the, that question would be. I think she's she's asking more uh, location-based questions. Do you have any um, advice for Judy on that one?
1: Yeah, well, because ChatGPT, will it gets to know you. So it it remembers your style, what you asked. It it kind of it builds your your history and your background of who you are. So it builds your flavor into your answers. I starting out. So is it possible if you ask a simple black and white question, you might get the same answer? But if you ask another question, it would know that um Judy is gonna say something to Judy than it would to me, likely.
0: So interesting. So so this is. It's a constantly learning software. So so it gets to know you personally based on the yes. questions that you ask it, correct?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you can also refine it. There's, there's other, I mean, there's several videos out there now about um, what you put in, of course, makes a difference for what you get out of. it. It's like the garbage in, garbage out thing. And right. like in our industry, bad art makes for a bad imprint. So if right. you ask a bad question, you're going to get a bad answer. And the more you give, you can you can give like almost a paragraph description of what you're looking for to give it that much more definition of what you need. So that way, it's not just guessing uh, to hit everybody. No, I need this to hit this segment, uh, this clientele, this this area, or this region. Um, I did it earlier for a uh, it was a trade show example of promotional ideas for. Um, Let's see, it was for a fly fishing company, promotional product ideas for a trade show that's promoting their new fly fish to an audience that is 50 to 65 years old and Caucasian. And it gave me 10 different items uh, with how you would use those items that you'd sell into to promote that fly fishing brand. And you could do it, just change that up a little bit. It could be, um, you know, anyway, pick a different age group, yeah, uh, yeah. different nationality, and it would it would give it back to you as well.
0: It's very, very interesting. We have a comment from Melissa McCauley and she is um, listening, and watching from LinkedIn. She said, biggest problem, lots of inaccurate info. I just asked that what types of products Numo Manufacturing makes? And this response was one, aerospace components, two, medical devices, three, industrial machinery, four, automotive components, five, consumer electronic components. And she said, and well, that couldn't be further from the truth. So. I do think that you have to use it carefully. You have to make sure that um, you know you're just using it as as guidance. Um, because yes, it, it's machine learning. It's going to take some time for it to understand maybe precisely what you're looking for. Uh, maybe there's going to be some uh, continuity issues with which company. You know, it may not. Be pegging the right new uh company or whatever company that you're looking for. So, to me, I, I think that you have to kind of get in there and you have to play around with it a little bit. Now, Mike, how do you how did you set up your account? Like, do, you, do is there a chat GPT website or do you have to, to log in, create a, a user? How does it work?
1: Yeah, if you go on to chat. Uh, I just search for Chat ChatGPT, but it usually brings you to chat.openai.com and OpenAI is who developed it. Uh, just sign up for your account. Um, it's free. There is a paid version as well. I was talking to a gentleman at a chamber event the other day and we, we got bantering about Chat ChatGPT for quite a while. And he said, I, I signed up for the, the um, paid version, which is like 20 bucks a month, uh, but it offers you faster uh, response times. Uh, it, you're always able to get in. So in case there's, you know, if if it's a free account, you're going to be bumped down to the paid people. So uh, yeah, it's it's simple to set up. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty pretty slick.
0: Yeah, and it took me like five minutes to to set up, and I was messing around with it on Friday, and I was just shocked at how powerful it was. Um, so Paul Thuman says, "Been using this and also uh, Chat Sonic for Chrome for a couple of months. Very cool stuff." Hmm. Um, Tim Hill says, "Hi." Um, And he also says, AI is from the aliens. Uh, Tim, I do not disagree with that. I do believe that there's some sort of alien connection to this. Um, And Dean Veneman says, very cool, Mike. Um, Now, you touched a little bit upon the social media. Now, you can go in and you can can ask it to write you tweets, right? Hmm? You could say, hey, can you create a tweet that's 280 characters that you know, talks about whatever. And then it can actually spit out, including hashtags, a tweet that you can use, correct?
1: Yeah, exactly. And and if you want to have your your Monday motivation tweet you're going to send out, or you're going to have your, uh, again, launching for um, whatever, in three months, it's, you know, National Wine Day or something like that. So I'm going to make a tweet for that to promote that three months ahead. It will help create that. It'll likely give you hashtags. Um and you can even go back and say, nope, regenerate that, change it a little bit so you can modify it even more and it'll again it'll learn your language a little better
0: the longer you go on. So you're saying that my job's gonna be in jeopardy soon.
1: I would yeah, I'd be you should get your uh, resume up you know <laughs> updated a little bit. Yeah, I, it's, I, it's,
0: it's a little bit scary to think that you know this thing can can write tweets potentially as good or better than you know, somebody who is who is being paid to do that exact work and to actually know the business inside it now and to have this AI machine learning language come in there and do that without really knowing much about the business, it's kind of shocking to me.
1: So yeah, earlier I put in um, uh, promo items, a haiku on selling promotional products. And it was branded items sell, logos on pens, mugs and shirts, promote your business.
0: I love it. I love it. I'm a big haiku guy. That's five, the five, seven, five um, yep. syllables. And th- this friggin' machine language <laughs> is doing these haikus. Oh, something that takes me, yeah. you know, an hour to write. It's, it's, it's writing yeah. it instantaneously. Um, so, uh, David Nell wants to know why aren't you wearing a logo shirt right now, Mike? Oh, um, I am.
1: Is. My logo's right there. It's, uh, oh, anyway, it's so on the I am. I,
0: I like that. I like that. And, um, <laughs> Dean Veneman says the relationship between Mike Freestone and aliens has been developing for years. Um, I don't even know if I want to touch that one. Mike,
1: No, we'll just leave Dean alone. He he and I will talk later.
0: All right. So um, any final comments, questions, you know, feel free to post in the chat. Now, uh, Mike, any final advice for using chat GPT for the promo industry?
1: Well, I would, I would just, I would play around with it. Uh, it again, it's a free piece of software to use. Uh, so it, it can't hurt. Uh, and you might be surprised what it would it could develop for your customers. I mean, if you're trying to work, you know, with a new company and you want to be able to help um, offer a marketing solution to them, uh, their new tagline, something like that. Put it in there. You you might find out that you'll go to them and say, just say, I I came up with a phrase. You know, and you can tell them where you got it from chat gtp or not and you can probably charge them for it um so it's uh yeah it, i i'd play around with it but there's also there's other um ai software like mid journey is another one for developing artwork uh which is a little more detailed but it can help um it will create uh pictures you could say i want to see a unicorn uh with a walrus in the surf uh by a lighthouse and it will Within 30 seconds, develop uh, four pictures for you, showing exactly that, which is is really wild. And um, it, and I know people who are using this to generate images and then to sell um on their own direct garment.
0: So the designers have to worry about their jobs too.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's you're all, you should all be worried.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know if this was a, a productive conversation or one that I should be worried about. Um. But yeah, this has been a great conversation about ChatGPT. Now, I did read something on Friday that said that you can verify whether or not something was written in ChatGPT. Is that is that true?
1: I think there's somebody who has created a software now that will cross-check. And I think that's, again, like people who are, or your kids who write, or students who write um, term papers, and stuff like that, I think can be run through that. I believe there's somebody who created something that would um, would help that.
0: Melissa Macaulay Melissa writes, "Not the good designers." I like the way yeah. you think. <laughs> oh, that's Tim's. Uh, yeah, she, she said, "Not the good designers." And yes, you you want to you want to stay one step ahead of that pesky AI. You know, make sure that you provide something that the AI can't. That you know, that's the you know, you're dispensable. I would think that um, you know, if you uh, you know, you, you can't do something that the AI can't. So exactly. All right, Mike. So that's been our conversation about, um, oh wait, so we have another question on uh, LinkedIn. I'm getting, uh, where do you access the tool? It told me I needed to be put on a waiting list. Oh, okay. So that's interesting. Uh, that came from Dawn Marie Perkins on LinkedIn. Now, I, I've heard of the wait list. I, this this I, I software came out, what, November of 2022. When it first mm-hmm. came out, I think Uh, you know, it was only a handful of people and then they kept adding people, kept adding. If you were one of the lucky ones to get on and been able to create an account and, you know, you were set up, uh, maybe, maybe since Friday, it's gotten so much demand that they're now putting people on a wait list. Uh, but Dawn, when I, when I set mine up on Friday, I didn't, I wasn't put on a wait list. So maybe between Friday and today, theres uh, there's been a huge demand. I think that that's why they put people on the waiting list, is that they just can't handle the demand right now.
1: Yeah, and I think you get an answer pretty quick, I, I, from what I remember when I signed up. And uh, I think that you do get an answer.
0: Yeah, so Dawn, keep trying. Um, Judy Brown said, I just signed up um, while listening this morning. So uh, it seems like Judy got through. Um, Dawn, I would try again. Um, and Nancy uh, Brooks says are you familiar with berserker mail it is similar I am not but I
1: just I just wrote that down so I'm going to look at it afterwards and see yeah. what what it comes up with
0: yeah there's so there it seems like there's a lot of options out there um and Steve and sorry if I botch your name Ant Koyak uh, wrote, I was able to get in in a few a few minutes ago so so dawn try it again you you, sh- you should be able to get in um, if not, maybe there's something with your IP that is preventing you from um, accessing. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure, but keep trying. You'll eventually get in. Um, and any other any other advice about ChatGPT? Should all businesses well, I- in the promo industry be using it? Mike.
1: You know, it can't hurt to check it out. And I think that you'll find there's benefits for you um for idea generation and just for again like getting that writer's block out of the way. That's always the biggest thing, just to get get the the pump primed. Uh the one last thing that I searched for today was the the benefits of using writing instruments as a business promotion written as Shakespeare. And I'll I'll the first and last paragraphs all I'll do because there's five paragraphs, but it's a, a sonnet. Uh, And it was, uh, oh, to sing the praises of the humble writing instrument, a tool that doth aid in promotions, augmentation in business, it doth serve as a potential implement to spread one's message to a wider congregation. So let us sing the praises of the writing instrument, a tool that doth serve in promotions, augmentation and enhance one's business with great adulation. So that's that's a. So uh, you won't find any place else to write that. I could not write that.
0: No, so. So it fashions itself as the bard as well. So it's uh, yes, exactly. I can't believe this. It does everything. Um, You know, I wonder if it'll walk the dog too. So um, (laughs) crazy stuff. I can't believe that we're talking about this a week ago. I I never heard of it. Maybe two weeks ago, and then now I'm hearing about it everywhere. It's insane how quickly technology is changing. You know, it's is it going to change our industry? I don't know. I don't think so. But I think it's going to be a big part of what we do going forward. So so Mike, thank you so much for your time today. This has been a great conversation. Again, if anybody has any comments or questions, you could drop it into the chat. We'll get to them uh, after the uh, the conversation. you know uh, we're pretty much done. But Mike, if anybody wants to get a hold of you, how can they do so?
1: Uh, Mike, you can reach me Mike at the dot or I'm at free Mike J on Twitter.
0: Awesome. And the comments just key. I just love these comments. Melissa Macaulay wrote, I'm going to ask it to build our next trade show booth. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it may be a joke now, but maybe in in the year, it's not going to be a joke. Um, so yeah, the, lots of great comments. Um, and uh, Mike, thank you again for, for being with me today.
1: My pleasure. Thanks for having me on Vinny.
0: Absolutely. For Mike, I'm Vinny. We'll see you next time on The so-